From the poorhouse to the palace, Bethel Baptist Church is pleased to bring you this uplifting program hosted by Dr. Doug Castle. Please stay with us and open your heart as Dr. Castle opens God's Word. Well, today we come back to our study of the word justification. We're going to look at the method of justification today. When God justifies somebody, he is justified himself in doing it. When we are willing to accept the charge, uh, our declaration of guilt, uh, we, we find that God uh, does something right because God always does that which is right. He does something just when he justifies us, when he declares someone who is guilty, when he declares us innocent. Now, we're going to press on here in Romans chapter 3. We are told how we can be made righteous in, in Romans chapter 3. So in verse 10, we are told that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And in verse 23, uh, or I'm sorry, verse 23, we are told that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But in verse 24, we are, it goes on. There's not a period there. There's a, 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 a colon. So the sentence has not come to an end. In fact, it doesn't come to an end until verse 26. Being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Here we come to the method, the process. God can justify us. He can declare, how can he declare someone righteous who is guilty? Well, he can do it freely without any merit of our own by grace, his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God has set forth to be a propitiation, that just means a permanent payment, through faith in his blood to declare his righteousness for the remissions of sins that are past through the forbearance of God to declare, I say at this time, his righteousness that he might be just and the justifier of him which believeth in Jesus. So God declares himself just when he justifies us when we are, are by where he justifies us freely by his grace. How? By the redemption of of Jesus Christ, who God gave as the permanent payment for our sins when we put our faith in his blood, God can declare us righteous. Now, in the Gospel of John, chapter 15, verse 25, it says this, But this cometh to pass, that the word might be fulfilled that is written in their law, they hated me without a cause. Now, that word, you say, what's that got to do with anything? Well, that word without a cause is the exact same, that, that phrase is one word in the Greek language, and it's the exact same word as freely. God without a cause, God didn't need a cause to justify us. He did it because, not for no reason at all, but because he loved us. We are justified without a cause. There is no reason for God to justify us. It is simply by his grace. That is a gift out of his, because of his love. And in verse 25, we find that word propitiation, a word that's used three times in the New Testament. It's also found in 1 John chapter 2 and verse 2 and 1 John chapter 4 verse 10. In 1 John 2, 2, he is the propitiation for our sins. And not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. Chapter 4, verse 10. Here in his love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son to the, be the propitiation 
for our sins. It is, so that word propitiation, it is the permanent payment, the sacrifice that satisfies the wrath of God. The only payment, the only sacrifice that satisfied God is the death of Christ, not our death. The wages of sin is death. That's the penalty. Jesus suffered the penalty and he paid the price. That's redemption. That's his blood. No one can be justified until God is satisfied. Nobody can separate sin and death. Sin always gets paid. As R.G. Lee used to preach, there's always a payday someday. Jesus died for our sins and God was satisfied. He shed his blood and made the atonement, peace through the blood of his cross. Now we can accept his grace, his gift, but the gift has to be received. We choose to accept or refuse that gift. So the question is, do you, we, we, and we make a choice to accept or refuse that gift. Do, do you remember Job's, Job's question uh, from a couple days ago? How can a man be just with God? How can a man be right with God? We cannot be by ourselves. Our righteousness stinks in his nostrils. We're like those leper's rags. God transfers our sins to his son, and his son's righteousness is transferred to us. And God does that freely without a cause because of his grace, because it is grace is the unmerited, unearned, undeserved favor of God. And he does that because the debt has been paid because Jesus Christ satisfied the wrath of God on the cross. Now, one more time, we look again at, at Romans chapter 3, verses 25 and 26. Look, it's whom God has set forth to be a, a propitiation through faith in his blood. It is more than the death of Christ, but also by his blood. That is the reason God can transfer our guilt to Christ that we might be justified to declare his righteousness for the remissions of sin that are passed through the forbearance of God. To declare, I say at this time, his righteousness that he might be just and the justifier of him that believeth in Jesus. So God transfers our guilt to Christ that we might be justified. That's why God, when the final words of Christ before he gave up the ghost, gave his life for us, he said, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, that is to say, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Because why? Because our sins have been placed upon him. And he, so we are justified by the grace of God. We are justified by the blood of Jesus. Now this is going to lead us to another part of just, uh, another um, part of justification. And that is the, teaching or the doctrine of imputation, or we could say the doctrine of reckoning or of counting. And we're going to look at that uh, tomorrow in Romans chapter 4, and then uh, also in Isaiah chapter 53. And we're also going to get into the book of Galatians a little bit in Romans chapter 5 tomorrow, and then James chapter 2, answering a question um, where people want to say that we are justified by works not just by faith. And we're going um, we're, we're to make that very, very clear and, and concise for us tomorrow. So we're going to uh, return and, and look at imputation or the doctrine of reckoning or counting, how God looks, uh, how God makes this transfer in Romans chapter four tomorrow. I hope you'll join us for that. May the Lord bless you until then. You've been enjoying the program from the poorhouse to the palace. 
Find Pastor Castle's Bible commentaries and other resources when you visit the website bbclinton.com. Archive broadcasts of this radio program are available at wytjradio.com. Listen to the latest broadcast wherever you are or catch up on what you missed whenever you want by subscribing to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. Just search From the Poorhouse to the Palace. From the Poorhouse to the Palace.